we, we, we should rap about things that we like, like, like food. That's what? You bugging ass Jeff, you know it. We're gonna be like the Partridge family, but with food. You like food, don't you? Got any uh, white bread? Yes. Go away. I am the spaghetti. Duval, you're not the spaghetti. I am the spaghetti. Let go of the lid. Got spaghetti in here. Is this organic? Sure. Is it grass-fed? Yes. Cruelty-free? What's so special about the cheese maker? As the saying goes, you are what you eat. And I am freaking cheese. <laughs> So hard to start your own internet radio station. We should make it about food. Podcasting's where it's at. And farmers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you've got any that. farmers that want to come and talk to us on Cheesy. All right, because Rob used to do his own um, radio station when he was dairy farming. And he called it, it was when he came back to take over the family farm after being away for 10 or 11 years. And he suddenly saw after being away that long what chemicals was doing to the, and how in your face and every decision that you made on the farm was all about chemicals. And so he started questioning it just really naively. And just got treated like shit by the chemical reps and all these people. And his own, his own father was so indoctrinated. Wow. And he just clashed with his dad. So he went organic or tried to start going organic while his dad to share farm, farming with his dad. Caused all sorts of problems. So what he did was he started his own radio station on a Saturday morning. Radio show on a Saturday morning getting people in, farmers and vets and... You know, all, all types to talk about different ways of farming, not just dairy farming, but but he called it milking time. Mm. Well, the beauty yeah. about a podcast is you don't have to tune in at six o'clock on a Saturday morning to listen to it, yeah. and you don't have to turn up at six o'clock That's on a right. Saturday morning to record it. You can oh, yeah. record it whenever you like. Yeah. yeah. We have a guest this week, Sal. Would you like to introduce our guest? A guest is pretty exciting. Street. We've got MK for Food Connect. Here to talk about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and, eat, and eat cheese. And eat I'm just here for the cheese. And There's wine. only one really important thing about Christmas, and that is do you or do you not approve of roast potatoes on Christmas Day? Oh, yeah. Shit, you've got to have roast potatoes <laughs> on Christmas Day. It's the only good thing. I'm still yeah. scarred from the one Christmas dinner I didn't get roast potatoes. We talk about potatoes every year. Don't we? Yeah. <laughs> really? I talk about potatoes every podcast if you let me so, but. Oh, well, really? Yeah. At Christmas? They're going to be crunchy, they're going to be done with duck fat. Fat. Mm. Yeah. Just. Yeah, know, special. Really mushy on the inside, really golden, crunchy on the outside. Mm. Yeah. And there's got to be. And there's got to be more for than. The next day there's well. got to be more than you can eat. Yeah. Mm. Um, Though I, I have been going off the roast veg a little bit, you know, <gasps> more salads. It's the weather. No, I think it's I'm getting old. Oh. I used to just, yeah, just more salads. Even had a mango salad the other night. Well, with a little Asian dressing. What happens when you get old? I don't know. <laughs> maybe oh, no. maybe that's my midlife crisis. <laughs> Instead of buying a red car, I'm eating salad. salad. <laughs> Most blokes, you know, pick up a 20-year-old and buy a red sports uh, car and salad, just make a mango salad. Salads are cheaper. <laughs> cheaper. I can't... 
I can't afford a 20-year-old or, or a red convertible sports car, so... Do you reckon that's a myth, or does it actually happen? No, I reckon it. The sports car and younger woman. Does it? I've seen so a tragic. lot of it lately. I used to see it a lot in the 90s. But not I think so the... Maybe the... Everyone's hurt. <laughs> now they're driving little. I know what it is. Electrical devices. There weren't any of those back in the nineties. Yeah. Mm. And they're cheaper. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they still have crisis. I'm mm. sure. They just do it with mango salad. Or running. Has Pat had a crisis yet? Oh, he just lives his whole life. Crisis <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mode. He's had. He's had it's some. Life interesting, He's had some Hawthorne premierships to tide him over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So, what are you doing for Christmas? Uh, going back to Gladstone. <coughs> We're having um, New Year's at Curtis Island with the family and some friends. I think it's more your style cooking. I think we've got 28 adults and 12 kids or something. That's full on catering. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm not cooking for everybody. Just one night. Mm. Oh, you'll have to. What's what's that you'll have to cook? No, I can't cook for 20. That's like a week's work, just cooking. I reckon. I want to have a holiday. No, one one night. And we, we want to do it all out, all outside this time. Don't want to go inside. It's going to be too so hot. So who's going to cook? Everyone cooks for their... Each family cooks for themselves. Oh, you all just cook for your own. Oh, okay. But it's, it's, so, it's sort of like... But then you share. Yeah, yeah. So you cook at the same time, in the same place. Everyone cooks outside and you all sit down. Oh, I wouldn't want to be that. Oh, yeah. Is it at someone's Yeah, house? bring a plate. Oh. Yeah, it's my parents' house and this time we got another house because oh. there's too many of us. Right, oh, that's good. Um, okay. And then some people are camping and... Yeah. So what's Curtis Island like? Because I just imagine this mining port... No, that's Gladstone. Gladstone is pretty industrial. No, it's it's just like it's a, you know. You, did you see Sea Change? Mm -hmm. That's what Curtis Island's like, Ooh. but even smaller. Like like Bowen Heads. Like heads. Just it doesn't really have Bowen a pub. Heads. Do they? <laughs> All the oldies live there. Oh yeah, Dunrutten. And mm. it's not, it's not super beautiful like Stratty is. I don't think. Mm. But it's. It's cool, and it's there's not many people. I, I, I struggled when I came to Brisbane because I grew up there, and f for me a beach was a beach, just a beach, no people on it. Like oh, yeah. a beach, Empty. like our beach was, I think it's 18 kilometres long, mm. and if there was three people on that beach, I'd feel a bit crowded. So the first. I like how he calls it our beach. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how they got on our beach. No. So the first Where did they the, come from? the first year I went to Byron with Vanessa at Christmas time. Let's go for a swim and I'm what so what? Well what do you what do you mean with all Oh yeah. When, when do all the people go away? Never. You, it's like this all the time. Mm. It did, it really freaked me out the first time I went to Byron. Yeah, you've got to learn to share in Byron. Mm. What are you doing for Christmas? We're trading right up to Christmas Day because it's the only time so there's like I think every seven years for us our delivery days fall on uh, Tuesday and Wednesdays so <clears throat> Christmas Day is Thursday so we can trade all the way up without having to pay penalty rates which is great for a business owner it's like yes we can get cash flow and not lose it on wages <laughs> so yeah Wow. Trading all the way up. We'll probably have a quiet lunch at the homestead. Just, you know, maybe have a bit of an orphan's lunch. 
pushed staff that, you know. Had to work so I couldn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes. Hey, but, we're, um, we're slave drivers, but at least yeah. we'll feed you. Yeah, that's it. Well, and, and we'll always, you know, put on a good meal. I was yeah. going to ask, yeah. restaurants that open on Christmas Day, yeah. mm. pe- people that go to a restaurant for Christmas mm. Day. It's a bit weird, isn't it? But it must you did be. It one year? Yeah, I did it when I was overseas. Yeah. Terrible. We all decided one year, you know, every family does the same thing, you know, you do it and then some are leaving, some are getting married, some are having children, you go through that disjointed thing and there's a few left and oh, we're still going to do it with all the rallies, we're going to just go with our own family. So we went through all that and we tried all these different permutations of Christmas mm. and one involved going out. It was so hideous. It would have been someone's really great idea, hey, let's not bog Sally down with cooking Christmas dinner this year. Let's all just go out and let someone else do it. But you are herded like sheep because it's, you know, it's Christmas Day, they've got all these people there, you're all going to get fed, you're going to eat the same thing, you're going to eat bloody turkey and cranberry and it was in Bendigo. (laughs) So what you're saying, it it wasn't high cuisine? It was just hideous. Mm. Uh, We never did it again. Oh, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but someone said that every year they get thousands of requests about, are you open on Christmas Day? And he's like, we've never bothered. He said, you could fill the restaurant. Wow. But I just, it's just, that's a really bizarre, bizarre concept to Isn't me. It? Going to a restaurant on Christmas Day. Mm. I'd rather have a ham sandwich and sit Same. on the beach. Yeah. So would I. You'd have to dress up and look respectable and stuff. Yeah. But some people really, some families really turn it on for Christmas. Mm. Yeah. They yeah. buy new frocks. They, yeah. You know, the house is done up like the Maya window. Vanessa <laughs> <laughs> said to me, should we buy a Christmas tree this year? And I'm like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Nothing's happened. I'm yet. the same. We haven't got one. Well, we do, but it's tragically out of shape, and the kids keep pestering me to put it up. And I said, "No, you know what we're going to do? You know that storm we had last Thursday night? We're going to go across the road and salvage a big dead branch out of the trees that have fallen over, and we'll turn that into our Christmas tree." And they're like, uh, "You're boring, Mum." Mike. <laughs> See, my birthday is the 10th of December. And, oh. and I hated, you know, Christmas, like, from November on. This is Rob. Another visit. Another visitor. We want to twist around. We're doing We're a podcast. podcast. Say g'day to Biso. This is Rob from Food Connect. Hey, Rob. Biso. How are you, Biso? Good. <laughs> You're doing a bit of a recording. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about um, Christmas. Christmas. What you cook, what you eat, stuff. Oh. We heard you having lunch. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean, as in nothing cooked. Yeah. You cooked it a couple of days earlier. It's weird up here though because it's so hot. hot. It's too hot to do the traditional thing. Yeah. Yeah. I say that. I mean, truly, for lunch, you don't want anything. You just it's want some snacks. You just want some snacks. Yeah. And then you want to have a big, lazy sleep. Mm. And then you hope a storm rolls in and you have a big. That's it. Yeah. That someone else cooked has cooked. And served up to you. Uh, That's the perfect case scenario. Yeah. Like a similar storm <laughs> to last Thursday night. That's no, what you're not quite that far. I am looking forward to the, the time when the kids are old enough that I can just... Daddy needs to have a couple of hours rest on the couch now. You go and play. So do they combine your birthday Christmas present together? Uh, you always get a bit of that. But then, so my son's birthday is on the 22nd of December. Oh, wow. So he's going to get it even worse, you know. Mm. Yeah, my sister's got two kids born exactly one year apart, mm. all on the 21st of December. 
When's her husband's birthday? It's not it's not nine <laughs> They've months. They've got to change the it? camping trip over <laughs> Easter. <laughs> I'm a buzzword. She's yeah, due on Boxing Day. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. How would you? Yeah. Well, nope. but my niece, she had the baby on Christmas Eve and had Christmas lunch. <gasps> really? Good on her. Yeah. Good on her. That's I think awesome. The, the year we had With the baby. We, wow. The year we had Curtis, I think we had saladas or something for Christmas Day. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a salad. Um, sure. Uh, Do you not know where to sit? No, I was, I was in The fridge. Isn't that a beauty of a fridge? Yeah, I love it. It is a beautiful that's fridge. A, that's we've a Christmas uh, day fridge. Fridges. We've got a Bosch. Don't ever buy a Bosch. No. It's the freezer, but it isn't oh, working. They're amazing. They are, they are my sponsor. Yeah, good. <laughs> Do they want Never a sponsor? Do they want 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 a sponsor? We'd you got happily that. be sponsored oh. by Lord, this German yeah. brand, Lehman's, Lehman Brothers, whatever. What's it called? Liebherr. <laughs> Liebherr. <laughs> it's a beauty. Yeah, they're nice. I love the way the door handles work. They're fit together, so you buy whatever fridges you want, so you can fit together a, a, a oh. wine fridge with a freezer, or a wine fridge with a oh, vegetable. Yeah. The veggies in the veggie drawers, I kid you not, they last months. Yeah, wow. Right. You know how some veggie yeah. drawers are really controlled yeah. really well, and that just yeah. keeps everything... Oh no, it's you a ripper of a thing. I think, oh, I forgot about those apples. They're now two months old and you eat them still crunchy and crisp. Wow. So, like your own little cold storage. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Well, when, when I get my oven mm. up, we can say we're sponsored by Falcon Ovens because <laughs> we'll both have one. <laughs> Biso's got, got given this amazing old um, oven. It's a Falcon, but it's an English version. Anyway, there won't give me many um, gas jets for it. Mm. So finally, I found someone. Drills. And it's a. And it's, it's a. Green. What do you wow. call it? Um. Like a Rayburn or a light. Yeah, it's a it's a natural gas oven, and. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. There, yep. Um, oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Football. You got the uh, the new whatever it is. No mm. We're actually having our um, shop mm. night tonight, but there's no one here. So, you didn't so finally found out about it, so, I've been, so I've, I've been through this long, torturous process to try and get the jets replaced for bottle gas because oh, yes. it's this yeah. brilliant oven, and mm. my oven's so bad that um, you know it would um, you know to put you to you can barely cook. Vanessa tried to cook dinner on it one night, and she couldn't work it out, and I said, "Well, this burner doesn't work. This burner only works on full whack. This burner only works on low." And that one works. Is that electric, is it? Yeah. Mm. That's cool. And I've got this beautiful thing just sitting mm. here in the warehouse, not using it at all. Mm. Are you doing any cooking classes? No, I've got a few this month. Oh, good. I've got about four. Oh, oh I'm going to have to come over. Here? Yeah. Good. We'll send Jared yeah, over. I'll crank them up next year. I just heard, I just heard Temple of Lay. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. Oh, this the month shop, is still pretty, mate. The shop and that. Yes, it's too much. Yeah. Next year oh. I'll crank it up. And I'll oh, we had some cranky people. You know people. how you do your cranky. taste trekker tours to an oh, island? Yeah. Yes. Um, <clears throat> that covers what? Mostly Asian ingredients yeah. for sort of Vietnamese and Chinese cooking? 
Thai. Yeah. I'm so, making sure that a car's Vietnamese Thai. Well, you know, it's really interesting. Most people when they come out just think that Asian food is Asian food. Yeah, they I know. don't really have much distinction. No, between, between and even within <laughs> countries there's different cuisine. Yeah. But Pallavi would love to show you around the Indian side of things in Brizzy if you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really I said to her the to other day in her one-on-one -on -one with me, I said, okay, I said, she's customer service and admin and all that sort of thing. And she said, I said, if you had a choice, like if you could do whatever you wanted to do in the world, what would you do? She said, I'd cook. She's she so passionate about it. She should come and show me and then we should go and organise yeah. the whole thing and then she should do some stuff for yeah, you she guys. Like, it'd be great for you to incorporate different... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Getting her in there and doing it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she yeah. does all the ghee and she loves cooking. She's done cooking. an Indian night there for us once before. Yeah. The mm. trouble is with Indian, and this is, happens all the time, they have to simplify it so people can cook it at home. Yeah. Oh. A little bit like it's my type. It's a process, isn't it? Well, there's so many processes, and there's so many shortcuts that they can take, mm. but they want to teach you from scratch, which is a beautiful oh. thing, but it can oh. take you all night to learn how to make paste. Yeah. yeah. And that's cool, but really, people mm. get there and they've got, they've got mm. their concentration for about 40 minutes. Yeah. And then they just want to eat the bloody paste. Westerners. With the meat yeah. in it. Yeah. And drink You know, yeah. find out a bit about rice because they want to know what rice they need to buy. This yeah, yeah. how to cook it. Oh, so she did yeah. that one one night she did a cooking class mm. or one day and she just focused on idli which is that rice dessert yeah. which was really simple easy to make yeah. and we all ate it at the end it was perfect oh, yeah. it was a perfect thing to use yeah. for you know like a cooking class and then another day she did some um chapatis because yes. we bought one of those right. little rollers that you've got here Mm. And she used it to That's make right. parties. And oh, right. watching her use that roller was awesome because she just, you know, so second well, nature to up with it. I'd like to do mm. next wow. year some tours where there's lunch and stuff, like going to farms and going to mm. like Logan City Council to start some jump on board because mm. they're really pushing all their growers out there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They've got lots of growers and stuff and mm. yeah. big packing sheds and stuff. Mm. But I want to do more of that. Yeah. They're fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. But getting out in the field. Mm. Yeah. You can you can come out to the farm oh, and geez. make some cheese. Well, we should, but we mm. should end up at there one day and you just we cook a lunch in a shed or on the oh. veranda or something. Instagram. You know. What uh, you can't oh you can't zoom in on it. What's the brand? So it's a falcon but it's it's oh. called oh, you tell her. It's a triumph or something like that. It's, oh. a, it's, oh. a, it's a brand that they only really sell in England oh. Oh. and when I tried to get the jets for it, yeah. um, they've never sold this oven with bottle gas jets in Australia yeah. so they won't send them to me. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, oh. I bounced around all over the place and I really don't oh. want to sell it. So what do you do here? You're still, we're still being recorded, aren't we? Yeah, is, we'll just cut this what, out. Yeah. No, no, we'll just let it ramble. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it all for? Is it for you, Sal? No, no, we've no, been doing we did podcasts for a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, really? Almost two years now. Oh, yeah. So okay. you know how, oh. we were just talking before, you know how Bush Telly's been cut and yeah. inspired yeah. on our end. Oh, yeah, that we should do a podcast. That we should yeah. deconstruct do, do an food. online, you know, mm. radio station. Yeah, absolutely. We thought we'd have oh. the podcast, because we just can't do it with yeah. yeah, and we yeah, yeah. It's about food, and that's about as as topic <laughs> as structured as as it gets. Yeah, we'll talk about. That's pretty bloody. That gives you a broad. Yeah. 
and we, and we might talk for 45 minutes or we might talk for an hour and a half so yes that's right the very first yeah. show for dairy farmers mm. Yeah, ever in Australia it was a lot of fun yeah I'd get vets in I'd get characters farmers alternative farmers who are real characters and I'd get farmers who are just just absolute characters yeah and uh, vets in the department of ag get them in so it was broad you know it was really yeah and just interview them and yeah it's a three hour show and well that um, once a week Saturday morning the, yeah, the thing with the, the Radio National show was that it's and a lot of those um, ABC shows that are podcast is that they're they're constrained by the fact that they have to fit into a set time mm-hmm. slot mm-hmm. on radio mm-hmm. and I find um, especially with the with the conversation hour like mm-hmm. he'll get onto a roll and he's absolutely having a great conversation and then the producer's gone times up and it, oh, oh and that was such and such and that's that's as far as it goes yeah, yeah true so true well i did notice that um um bioneers <clears throat> so during the summertime the abc just buy all these podcasts oh yeah for not much money i'd imagine yeah you know a podca- podcast podcast sell out for 10 bucks yeah <laughs> the abc would say a carton of beer you know with the budgetary Come on, cuts, sell, don't sell a short with the budgetary cuts let's get the let's just do this you know um, during the summertime, yeah. all of a sudden, oh, gee, that's a bit well, of a it's not just to, to cut budgets, it's actually to cover all when everyone goes on holidays. That's right, no that's right. DJs yeah. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, oh, after holidays, they say, well, we've got these budget cuts and we'd really like to have something that covers food. Yeah. Just buy that podcast, cheaper mm. than yeah. all of the staff that they have to employ. Yeah, we, we'll do a few little and things that. Quality. Yeah, we're not you quite broadcast research. quality. Good quality oh, I was on ABC and, for a while and feel. Well, you know, this, this is this way more interesting than the crap I used to talk about on there. <laughs> this would be uh, better sound quality than local radio. Probably. Like probably not, oh, yeah. not in terms of recorded. But mm. if you are listening to this on a on a on a phone or mm. on a computer, yeah, it's going to be better than phone. AM. It's going to be better than AM radio. Like AM radio is pretty poor. Yeah. The last time I listened to your podcast, That's all my son was doing a music exam oh, on Terrace. You still yeah. got, and I always went to the local cafe, had a coffee, and listened to it. Yeah, and it was great. And when you're in a tractor, yeah. you know, as long as you can hear what they're bloody all saying, that's all you really want. Yeah, that's right. You know, and, like, but you know, farmers, you can't even understand what they're saying half the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you'd, you'd appreciate it. Their lips when they talk. Yeah. Our favourite show at the moment is, at home is uh, Shaun the Sheep. Oh, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Shaun yes, the Sheep's a, 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 it's, it's like, you, you know, Wallace it? and Gromit? Yes. Oh. Shaun the Sheep. You haven't seen Shaun the Sheep? No kids. Oh. 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 It's, 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 it's an it's adult good, show. It? It's an adult oh, show. It? It, it's for kids. No, but it's for kids. But it's, it's like one of those ones where the Curtis will go, I, like, I want to watch a show. Okay. You, the first thing you say is, you want to watch Sean the Sheep? No, I want to watch this. No, you sure? You sure you don't want to watch Sean the Sheep? Uh, it is fantastic. It is a good show. Oh, that's funny. Mm. It's a bit like Postman Pat. Well, there's a lot to, lot to cover. Um, there's so many things. Because I listen to Bush Telegraph. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been good since he's been left alone, but now he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, did, did you last end- year he was with the other guy, the book writer, the book writer, Michael Cathcart. Michael so they used to share it then, and, and it sort of was, it was more about, it was more academic and more about, uh, more about 
Michael Cathcart's interest, which is history yeah. and, and uh, books and, you know. I think they moved the kids club inside. <laughs> mm. I'm sure oh, yeah. they were outside. It's all right. Yeah, I'll, so... I'll, um, I'll edit it out. But since this other guy, the other... What's his name? I can't remember his name. Who? Yeah, he got sacked last week. Cameron. <laughs> Cameron. See, he's already... He's already in history. the history. Um, he was let rain a bit, but it still didn't cover same, you know, all the real interesting things. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, to be you know, you could do some really controversial stuff. Like, uh, how many farmer, farmers' markets in Brisbane aren't farmers' markets? Like, don't have any farmers at them. No. We just heard today that uh, Jan's bloody up the price in, um, on the farmers, only on the farmers' storeholders in, um, in the city, yeah. What? To blow them out. So Wade's got a... Got a big hike in the She did that over the powerhouse. She to, blow them, to get rid of them. Yeah, she doesn't like them. She gets rid of them. Oh, yeah. So she gets them in to suck everyone into thinking this farmer's market, and then over time she gradually whittles down. At the, at the powerhouse. You know, this is none, a public this is, record what you're saying. So you might oh, well, she knows my zoomed. feelings. <laughs> but it's true, you know, a girlfriend of mine in Victoria, Miranda Sharp. Oh, she, oh Miranda? She yeah. yeah. She's a, oh, she's awesome. Well, she's transformed the farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not allowed to go to any farmers market. No, sure. a, a full-time employee or a farmer. Yeah, you have mm. to, and it, you mm. can't even call it a farmers oh, yeah. market. They've got an accreditation and process now. And it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And they should. It's a real deal. Up here, they should, up here. you know, reel her up and get her to absolutely. Just... So the, the you were, there was going to be one at Logan. Is there oh. still going to be a, a oh, market the out market. there? Well, Logan have turned their um, the market at Woodridge into. Tastes of the World Market. Oh, they're yeah. doing a bit of marketing oh. over there. Oh. But they've been quite good. They're really involved in all the local producers and stuff. Mm. They're really trying to mm. change the place of local, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. You know, so they're playing with a bit of passion oh, right. to it and mm. stuff. But I find that absolutely absurd that she would do that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Given, given where people are mm. at this point in time, mm. where people want to mm. not go to the supermarkets, they want to connect with the farm, yeah. and it's all this. Yeah, yeah. It's all spin. It's nuts, isn't it? I confronted her in public because uh, there was about a 500 crowd audience at Town Hall and I was on the panel with her and a member got up afterwards, asked a question and said, Jan, you know, how can we authenticate, you know, the, the farmers that are at the farmer's market or even that they are farmers? And she completely answered the question, didn't answer it and went on to this pithy sort of a thing that just sort of sweet cherry coated the fact and she went on to this thing I'm the originator of farmers markets in Queensland and, you know and how good I am so and, and that's it that's all you need is just yeah, me I'm telling me. you that I'm, I'm great me I'm good mm, yeah. me I'm good so uh, so someone uh, so she said well Robert have you got anything to say so I stood up the microphone and said well um, there are no farmers markets in Queensland from from what I can tell even North Street only about three farmers at that stage and um, and really they should be just called produce markets you know, if they want to be called, you know, sure. But let's get clear around it. There's no, hardly any farmers. Anyway, Jan got up and started interviewing on front, in front of Sage. Saying, what would you know? Blah, blah, blah. And just pointing the finger down and got really pissed off. And I just stood there smiling at her. So is, is, is Northy Street not that many farmers there? <laughs> no, either? they've brought back a lot of farmers okay. since, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they've really brought back a lot. Because well, um, I'm a little bit outside of the inner city these days, so... Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'll tell yeah. you, Beanley, farm, uh, Beanley markets are definitely not... And it'd be really hard to start up a farmer's market if there wasn't someone who said, hey, all those other ones aren't, you know, some sort of like like a Miranda, what Miranda's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<coughs> the marine has done fantastic things for Victoria. But even the, <coughs> like, what, the, the, we've got sort of our local markets, I guess, are... Where are you? Um, in between Beanley and Tambourine. It's down near Jared. Oh, and They right, don't know okay. each other. Oh. Um, yeah. So Tambourine do have like a farmer's produce... Um, it's a green shed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we supply a fair bit of the food to them. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Mm. And so it's good when you're there. Mm. Um, but the Bean Lee one is just Woolworths outside. Really. Right. Oh, is that the one on the main street there? Yeah, in the yeah, sh- in the I've showground. I've seen that a few times. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's it's like I've been through that. You occasionally you'll get some nice chicken eggs or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it's basically mm. it all comes from Rockley. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, the Rockley farmers, and even Wade, even Wade calls them Rockley farmers. Rockley farmers, yeah. 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 Go and buy buy stuff out off the. Yeah, they're yeah. just on sellers. It's yeah, just, but they dress up as farmers. It's just the and, end of the yeah. week prep, basically. Yeah. China. Well, that's. I mean, it's it's so bad that that's they're, they're commonly known as Rockley farmers. Yeah. And uh, and everyone calls them. Oh, that's just a, he's a Rockley farmer. He's a Rockley farmer. Like. Yeah. It's right. so. I've never been to the sort of suburban markets in Melbourne, but mm. just the, um, you know, the, the Queen Victoria markets blew me away the first time I went there. Like the fact that there was 20 or 30 different types of tomatoes and, mm. you know, you go to the delis and they've got these huge blocks of butter mm. and it's like, which of these five different types of butter would you like to buy? Like but the fact that you could buy... Like the market, it's like they have one in. Mm. Yeah, Korean. Um, oh, no, Park, it's right around the corner at the Gasworks. Uh, it's like a beautiful, it's a farmer's market, everyone yeah. goes. And and then the one around at um, Abbotsford, the one at Pran. Mm. Pran's the same, it's just thriving with all these, you know, continental so, sort of... So, so why, why isn't it thriving? Why can't we do it here? Um... I don't know. Is, I've is, it, been gov- here. is I've it government regulation? So I, I don't know. Yeah, I've been here twelve years, so I can't <laughs> so you. Australia's ten years behind everything that happens overseas, yeah. and then Queensland's ten years further. I'm taking the big knife to cut the sangers up. I've got peeps out there. Josh and his girl have arrived. The masses are rolling in. Orange oh, you probably can't open that door. Can you open that door and run down the stairs and find a bit of timber? You probably could, don't you? <laughs> you just have to get around the corner. <laughs> just got to get the timber through there. Oh, do you? Oh. Yeah. Oh, and up the other stairs, up to the other. Oh, yes, here yeah, around the end of this building. Here. They yeah. love it. Oh, I've got to the toilet. Through the yard. But now that there's. There's, like, once upon a time, if you started something, it would take a while to get out there. Yeah. But now, like, I used to run live music venues. Yeah. And I would love to be doing that now. Mm. Like, I ran a real small boutique. It was 250 people max. Yeah. Um, it was a little grungy, down-ridden pub. But the hardest thing about my job is Brisbane's this massive place mm. and there was probably always 150 people that wanted to see the band I had on Friday and Saturday night but letting them know was oh, hard. pretty hard well, now, now they all follow that band on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and you and you they do it for you yeah mm. that's right and you'd get those small crowds through mm. but you, you'd it'd be so easy <coughs> so easy to do yeah. these days yeah it's not it's not far around the corner where uh, well we've 
um, given the hint to a few food groups like the Brisbane Youth Food Movement and um, food. Uh, Fair it's Food. It's the Australian Youth Food Movement. Started in Sydney but now in Brisbane now. They're the ones that held uh, a couple of events at Wandering Cooks. They've had two events this year, like short, four short films and a couple of panels, and they drag in you know, 200 people. They really get a big crowd. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Hey, have you been using the um, the little web, you know, free food, cheap food backyard thing? No, I haven't. You put me onto that originally. Oh, you that came to that class a couple of years ago, but oh, the, yeah. the food on the street. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Right near me. Right near me, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, I use that when, when uh, what's his name? Uh, Alejandro. He mm. says, oh, can you get me this? And I just get on right near me and like Joe. Alejandro from Urbane, bring that at a stupid time of the night, sometimes 11 o'clock, midnight or something. Robert, I need some uh, lemon myrtle. Mm. So I okay. jump on right near me. How much meat. do you need? Mm. Uh, thirty bucks worth. Thirty dollars worth. Go <laughs> right up. What the? I mean, <laughs> how much is thirty dollars worth? Like, do you want dried lemon myrtle leaves, like, or do you want actual leaves, or like, what do you want? Mm. So where we used to live on Doornot Terrace in Highgate Hill, we knew that there was a tree there yeah, yeah. in the front yard, and so we just raided it one night. <laughs> Got Joe there. And we just went. What do you reckon? Couple of branches, well, if you, ducks. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever, uh, well, what I did, I said to Joe, I said, if we charge, if we, if we charge ourselves a hundred bucks an hour, mm. let's just pick up an ordinary fee, just hundred bucks an hour. That means we basically have to be here for twenty minutes to get thirty dollars worth of lemon milk. Yeah, and, uh, and we're, I didn't know, you know, because it's not my own, my place, but I thought oh, I'll just. So Joe and I, and we had shitloads, and we thought, we've got to go and check this out. So we priced it, yeah, shitloads in 20 minutes. Mm. So uh, we went and priced oh, it out, man. Yeah. But he does that all the time. But right near me, it's pretty, it's getting a lot more, there's a lot of, yeah, lot of things yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we pulled it up, put one of the podcasts the other day, and there was yeah. heaps of stuff around this area. Yeah. Really? Mm. I want to go and do that walk around West End. Oh, Dick. Oh. With Dick. Yeah. Dick, um, yeah. yeah. It's a very good walk. Yeah, mm. I few of them have gone though since um, you know the gentrification. You said a few of those really good gardens have gone. Yeah, of course they mm. have more. we going to. Mm. But the Vietnamese on that block of flats that we used to shortcut through, they're amazing. They, they yeah. still go. This the Langle and it's a housing Where commission in block of flats. It food grows everywhere. On Bank Street, which mm. is getting developed to twenty-story apartments at the moment. Behind us were all these housing commission. Apartment units, you know, like four story, whatever. Yeah. And our kids loved playing with the kids that lived in those housing conditions. Mm. They're just, they're just, you know, kids don't know any different. They just, they're human. Well, we had a trampoline. And they got great. We had a trampoline. We had a massive yard. Yeah, they just got at home. And so, you know, we got to know them. And, you know, a couple of the parents have said, oh, you know, food and blah blah. Anyway, we. We worked out that there was a shortcut, easy to Boundary Street. We walked through their their unit mm. complex, and the food they were growing, mm. every single Still. square inch of Amazing. space wow. available mm. to them was being used productively. Mm. And I would go up there to get meat. And old ladies, like the old, um, they, they would just, they'd have the day or time all day. They'd ground this stuff down, whatever they did to it. It was amazing. The smells were beautiful. 
and you just walk a different way every day and there'd be a pair hanging off the over the fence and I love that sort of stuff. I just, yeah. They just don't seem to be the same, you know, like you could, there, there should be fig trees and mango trees. And I mean, that's how, I mean, that's how humans interact with nature. Mm. It's the incidental, unplanned, unpredictable opportunities yep. for people to just go, wow. Well, I, I never knew that, that this place grew hers, you know. I've looked at this, I've walked past this tree all year. Yeah. And I never knew it was a pear, a pear tree. tree. You know? well, in my old rental house in Red Hill, I planted a lime tree in the front in this, like, it would have been about the same space as this table. It was yeah. a pain in the ass to mow. So I just ripped all the grass up, yeah. mulched it, put yeah. a lime tree in there, even though I knew it was a rental. Yeah. And I used to run the grey water from the washing machine onto yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I drove past the other day. And there would have been, like, and this is when limes oh, were like no. 25 bucks a kilo. And wow. there would have been 50 or 60 limes on this tree, 20 of them on the ground. And I was just crying. I'm like, oh, these people obviously what? just don't care. I, I almost I almost stopped and yeah. Yeah, picked them up. And if they challenged me, I would have gone, this was I my lime tree. I planted this. I planted a lemon in the backyard, so I don't know how it's going. They would have let you. Or maybe mm. they're those, you know, workaholic types that are never at home. Home, yeah. But mm. Mm. so, do you guys your your warehouses here? Do you live out this way as well? We live in the warehouse. Oh, you live in the warehouse. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, up until very recently, like it was was never planned to be that way. Mm. We, um, as I said, we were living in West End and we were there for quite a number of years in this big old rusted Queensland. I love it. Yep. Found this over there not being used. But the owners sure. wanted to develop the block. It was oh, a huge, yeah. huge block. It was one of the last remaining big double blocks. Quarter, quarter acre. Yeah, yep. you, the mm. traditional quarter acre. Yeah. I, I have to say, I enjoy my space. Yeah. yeah. And it, uh, was, it was nice. It was like living in a in a city farmhouse. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was great. But you know, and we still want to live in West End. But I just said I don't don't want to rush. Yeah. It took us two years to find that place. Yeah, I found that yep. And when I go Not somewhere, I want to go there for a long time. Long time. Yeah, well, so I feel the same about Lantana Land. Yeah. Yep. I've got my cows and yeah. my chickens, and I'll hopefully get some ducks again soon. Yeah. Looks has so, got a mate in Sydney who's like a bakery. And this is retail. How retail's just not. Going back to your subject before about you know being open on Sunday. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you get a bit of a rush, but most of the time... Very rarely, mm. yeah. So he's got a bakery in um, a really popular area. Lots of people lots of people live there yeah. and work there. It's on a pretty busy street, but he can't... It's just not... It's just not happening for him. It goes up and down. He can't get any consistency, and he's not far from going broke. I thought, wow, you know, retail's just so tough. Some days, I mean, I've been in retail almost all my life, mm. and you have to cut your losses. Yeah. At some yeah. point, yeah. you have to go, you know what? Yep, I'm not it's open not all that time. I need a life, and I need yeah. to have a strong <laughs> head to cope with the times yeah. when I am open. Mm. Can't be and your good customers know when you're open. Well, you know, we have an online business, and that was because we didn't want to have a retail business. I mean, yeah. if you wanted a retail business, yeah. it wouldn't be open up in Salisbury, in commerce. No. Strict. Right. You know, right. you have to have rocks in your head. Mm. Absolutely. So it's kind of like, we're not really a retail business. It's no. like cranking up your online business. Yeah, this is like your warehouse. Yeah, so it's all a bit nuts, but, oh. you know. Oh, Sandra. 
It's yeah. interesting though, having just been yeah. dating, I've been spending a fair bit of time dating Melbourne lately. It's totally different um, climate to here. Money oh, everywhere. yeah. Money everywhere. Mm. No one cares. Everyone's having parties, everyone's really? spending money. Everyone goes out for lunch. I mean, I'm not saying everyone, it's not like the screaming 80s, it's mm. not like mm. that, but it's totally different. Close to it. Yeah. It's not that we have a very much a mentality in Queensland. Very conservative. Oh, everything's so burnt. It's the juice is, so, is over. Yeah. Do you know what? Everyone needs no, to start actually, spending their money. We haven't actually felt the full brunt of what's to come, I don't reckon. So don't you we should reckon? actually be, nah, I reckon there's going to be another shock in the not too distant future. Well, uh, but, maybe a property shock anyway. But, yeah. But, yeah, but, like, don't win. Like, they're the luckiest bloody country in the world. Yeah. It's so bloody good. You're saying that Queenslander's attitude is a little bit, uh, you know? Mentality. Yeah, it is oh, a different. It definitely is different. We're yeah. No, I'm just saying it's more. It's more people won't spend their money. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And I'm yeah. probably people listen to this in Victoria and retail and go, "You are screaming out your ass, lady." Maybe it's just the company that I keep when I'm down there. All the places money. that you're going. But oh right, okay. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. different. Oh, it definitely is. Very buoyant. Definitely is. Oh, you go down there. Yeah, you go down there and it really is. There's rainways, there's real vibrancy. I mean, everyone goes to the footy, everyone goes to the tennis, everyone goes eating everyone out. Everyone goes out, <laughs> There's so many bands down I mean, there. I'm in hospitality and I'm in catering. The reason why I go down there a lot is to do catering and then big fancy parties. There's no expense spared for anything. Then I'll come up here and I'll go, oh, it's $45 a head. And people go, $45 a head? <laughs> What are you doing for that? Uh, uh, you know, it's like, what do you want? Can't even go out for lunch for 40 dollars. Wow. Sausage rolls. Mm. It's kind of interesting. It's interesting. Mm. We've got but we're having a funny time. It's mm. funny times. We've got well, a few Victorian food wholesalers are ringing us now wanting to wholesale office. Because they can't get bananas. Because all, <laughs> all the farmers know that if they're selling into Melbourne, they're going to get a bloody good price. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so we've... So internally there's all this discussion happening. Why should we sell to Victoria? Aren't we about local? Yeah. Why should we export to Victoria? Yeah. Well, what's local? Is Australia still local? Mm. Well, according to Aussie Farmers Direct it is, but no, but in terms of our 500 K radius. Yeah. Where we get our heart where our where we get our food from. Yeah. Yeah. So um, It's interesting. It's a really interesting debate. But I like, thought that. Would you that? prefer then to oh. get bananas from Overseas, wherever. Madagascar. Yeah, wherever they're coming from. Or would you prefer them to be getting them from us? I mean, it's a no-brainer for me. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Well, sometimes common sense has to actually sit in. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's the madstuff like Woolworths will buy bananas from North Queensland, truck it down to Rockley, and then send it back to a Woolworths in Townsville. Yeah. That's that's the crazy stuff. Sorry. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, as much as I'd like to talk, well, can I? I have to go home. Yeah, I've got to go and serve these 500 customers. <laughs> it just popped up. <laughs> just walk in. So this is the part of the podcast where you get to plug your stuff. Oh, really? So plug away. All right. Well, we're at Big Vintage. So. Big Vintage. If you could all get here in the next 20 minutes. <laughs>
www.bigvintage.com.au. Yeah. Oh. Online. Don't, don't come out unless you're going to buy something. <laughs> no, and they're awesome. Days, you can't buy stuff that they've got here. You can't really buy anywhere else in Brizzy. It's very unique. And your big vintage on Twitter and Facebook. Yes. Jeez, Easy. Busy. Busy between busy. big vintage and taste. Oh, busy. <laughs> 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 oh, don't sleep. There you go, Cyril. What about you guys? Would Rock you like to from Food Connect. Yep. So we do um, wholesale to restaurants and cafes. Yep. And also retail boxes to householders. www.foodconnect.com. How, how far do you do retail boxes? How far south and north? We go as far south as Karuna. Yep. And as far north as Kabulcha. Yeah. Oh, well, we've got buyers, buyers groups 32 buyers that we clubs. supply up in the sunny coast yeah. and even as far out as Roma, actually. Mm. Yeah, we started a buyers club out in so, Roma. So, yeah, we're sort of, you know, all on the website. Yeah, it's all on the website, and um, we've got some nice Christmas hampers for gifts coming up. Yeah, in the next nice. couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Yes. With the uh, unruly tea towels, unruly oh, imperfect. Cool, those yeah, some Twi- good good gifts. You know. Twitter handles. Yeah, at food underscore connect yeah. is the Twitter handle, and the Instagram handle is food connect Brisbane. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Biso. Thanks, Biso. Lovely to meet.